0: Welcome to season two, episode twelve of the Film Bros Championship Podcast. I am Tim, and with me is my co-host Patrick. You suck, buddy.
1: <laughs> God damn, these people are confusing. I
0: have reaffirmed my utter commitment to David Lynch sucks. No. And I'm I no, I'm sorry. I can't no. stand this MFR. It it is it is it's so pretentious. It's so <laughs> it's so I look how smart I am. I'm going to confuse you, but this means this, but it could also mean this, and it's gonna be on three other levels. But don't worry, I actually don't do drugs. I'm just a whole other plane because I went to art school. I <laughs> dislike this man.
1: Okay. Just putting it out there. I like him. I know you he, do. He doesn't always work for me. Uh, mm. But, um, and I I don't love this movie. Um, I really enjoyed Twin Peaks, The Show. I enjoyed Twin Peaks, The Return, even though I had my issues with it. And um, this movie, I think, is the worst of all the Twin Peaks content, but there's still stuff I like in it. So, like, while well, David Lynch doesn't uh, work on an A to B C narrative level, Ever almost, Ever. Uh, well, you know, the Elephant Man was pretty down the middle, and Dune and Blue Velvet. Um, great movies. Uh, this, this one is, yeah, it's obtuse at times, and but there's still stuff I really like in this movie. There really is, Ugh. and it's funny since this is your only um <laughs> interaction with the Twin Peaks universe. Yeah. I can't imagine what you thought watching this. I really didn't.
0: I well to be to be honest, it's right? technically I, a prequel. I, so it's like I really dislike obviously Lynch to begin with. And and right. one of the movies that really set me off, even though people love it, is Mahal
1: Drive. Yeah, I love that movie.
0: I hated that movie because I was like, Oh wow, this movie's really cool, it's really interesting, I'm curious where this is gonna go, and then it just completely just goes into nutso land. And nothing makes any sense. And old people yelling as they're running out of a trash can, and, and it's it's gobbledygook nonsense. And and it's that throughout a whole freaking movie. In this, and symbolism, uh, Tim. Oh my gosh, <laughs> metaphor. I'm, I'm pretty sure I understood everything. Oh wow, okay. I I actually think I, or at least most of it. Um, <laughs> there there are times I was like, nope. No idea. That was just stupid. Hmm. Um, like Bowie.
1: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Agent Phil uh, Jeffries. Yeah. None of that made a lick of sense. You know what? It still doesn't. Uh, Thank it, you it, for it at least confirming bit, that. It makes because it a Because I really bit hate
0: st- when David Lynch fans be like, you just don't understand. I'm like, I'm going to punch you in the face.
1: I don't think any David Lynch fan can watch Twin Peaks Firewalk with the, or any of the Twin Peaks stuff and says... I have a 100% grasp on everything that's going on at all times. They're a liar, and that's kind of half the fun of the show, is trying to figure out what the heck everything's supposed to mean. We still don't have all the answers, uh, even with the Return series. Um, But yeah, Bowie's...
0: (laughs) Well, I guess before we get into that, right? This is your pick, so you should do the... (laughs) Please, please give me a synopsis of this garbage.
1: (laughs) Okay, uh these this is the 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 sad and final last days of the life of Laura Palmer, uh, a victim of incest and um the uh, unfortunately she also happens to live in the town of Twin Peaks, which has lots of mystical goings on uh, and she rubs into that and uh yeah, sad movie that's um that's an interesting description yeah.
0: You, you really, go. you really don't give much there at all. Uh, well, I, I don't want to. Not does the movie give honestly.
1: going beat for beat on this movie is utterly pointless. I mean, unless you were doing like I like, I don't know, a commentary for a movie. Uh, well, kind of brings me like to the next
0: thing, right? Because, because, um, so I was, I was taking my notes on this movie as I usually take notes.
1: Right, this movie is kind of impossible to take notes on. I've seen it. This is my second <laughs> hey, time you, seeing it. Yeah, and. You can't look away. You're always looking at it like, what, what, what? So that's kind of what's interesting about it. Lynch is like, he can absolutely confound you, but you don't want to look away either. I I have to say,
0: I I didn't pause because I had to like catch up taking notes. You know, I've had that problem. Like, oh no, I got to pause. There's so much I have to write here. Mm -hmm. This movie I had to pause to calm myself down. Oh, because because okay. my notes eventually turned into WTF, WTF. Why? What the like and then like I wanna punch something is what my notes turned into. And then I just had a pause and be like, ooh. Mm. So nice. um eventually I just I was staring at having to organize my notes and I said um F you I'm not gonna do it. So okay. I, I I didn't. I just I just stopped. And and I'm gonna I'm gonna start us off by saying, Patrick, who was the villain and who was the hero? Who more importantly,
1: who is the hero? Who's the hero? Laura Palmer. Are we sure? Yes. Sure. Like what seventy percent of this movie is about her and I guess her tragedy.
0: There's that whole beginning part where you think you have heroes and then
1: Yeah, the prologue, which shows like a year before. Uh, they find a body floating down the river. Right. Much similar to the way uh, the original series opens, but this takes place, like I said, a year before. A different girl is uh, found. And uh, Agent Chester Desmond is put on the case, played by Chris Isaac, and he um, sucks. <laughs> what? What's with the whole. How he was
0: dispatched? The Woman in the dress thing giving symbols and mm. why, um, any of that is necessary. Um,
1: well, beat for beat, okay. Uh, why was he dispatched? He was part of uh, the Blue Rose team, which is basically David Lynch's X Files. Uh, they, they this part of the FBI searches down supernatural things. Is that part we of the show? Uh, part of, we, that gets explained in the return. See, the thing with this movie, it was supposed to be the first of a trilogy. So okay. a lot of the stuff is not explained purposely because like, oh, we're setting this up for later. Stupid move, obviously, uh, because yeah. it doesn't always work out. Um, but you can see like David Lynch's you know, this movie opens with uh, a television getting busted up because he's a little angry about how things ended with the show. I,
0: I actually like that. I, yeah. I'm not gonna say nice things very often about this movie, but I did like how the credits abruptly goes to bashing the television and some screaming. And I was like, "Yeah, oh,
1: okay." Yeah. Which later on we find out is the murder of the um, I forget her name, uh, the original murder victim from the year before.
0: Right, right. That that's basically her getting getting killed or whatever, right? And yeah. It, I mean,
1: by it's... Bob, aka oh, by. Uh, Leland Palmer, a.k.a. Bob. Which there's also a Bobby. Yes, there's
0: a Bobby. uh, Not his boyfriend. You know, try to confuse you anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Let's let's throw in that similarity there. Well. (laughs) Could you also tell me, maybe this is uh, stepping (laughs) into villain too much. Is the the one arm man thing in the television show? Oh, yeah. Okay. Mike. Yep. He's there. Because Mike is. not really in the movie a whole lot, mm. uh, almost at all. Maybe mentioned more than anything, and and then he's just there at a major moment at the end. So I'm like, <laughs> I have I don't know I have no connection here. I had to read up on like
1: Wikipedia to be like, oh
0: okay, thanks for cluing me in on that one. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. he was in the original show. This movie uh, sucked. Uh, <laughs> You know what? It's not my lowest ranked movie of the year that we've done.
0: That's baffling.
1: Sorry, that's, that's I don't have it as the highest or in my top five, but it's definitely not the lowest. Um, speaking of hero category, I guess to um, Laura. Well,
0: no, she's not. But anyway, yes, she is. I don't see how. But okay, okay. I don't. I guess the only thing that she really
1: did that was that. Heroic. Well, she is the star of the movie. That she has more yeah. scenes than anyone else. She is the star, and she's not a villain. So, by default, she ends up in the zero category. She is. She's she's, a, she's yeah, a it's, this is the slow, sad story of yeah, someone really who has victim. been victimized, and yeah, and and she does. She's really technically I mean, yes, at the end of this movie. You could say she finds some sort of peace when she sees the angel and everything like that, but. Yeah, you know. I guess, uh, right. Having a sequel series trying not to really get true. her
0: friend out of the club, mm-hmm. was there probably the most heroic thing that she does. Didn't
1: and, want Donna to become just like her.
0: Um, trying to keep James, I guess, away from her. Yeah. Um, maybe heroic, I don't know. Um, but it's it's pretty like obviously she's a tortured person, right? So she is
1: um being raped since the age of twelve will do that to you. Was it that young? I mean Yeah, I when she first uh encounters her friend Harold, um, after she finds the that her diary's been read and pages torn out. Is that the over. person
0: she drives to randomly in a cabin somewhere?
1: Yeah. He, he was also up. the T V show.
0: Yeah, that was like one, oh, one scene thing that was like, okay, I'm not really sure who that was or anything, but okay. Yeah, Harold
1: is an agoraphobic that she met while delivering meals on wheels. Okay, and uh, they became friends, and um, she told him all about his problem. I guess you know it felt safe to tell him because he literally can't go out and tell anybody else what she's going through. Um, anyway, uh, oh, which, I wanted to ask you about Kiefer. Not on the television
0: show. Um, I <laughs> I didn't think so. I didn't think so. I I feel like there's a, it's weird. We we like Kiefer Southern for a very long time. Is either kind of a badass or a nerd, mm. and maybe Young God's is the only time where he's kind of both. Mm. Good point. But but other than that, like it's like it's either those two archetypes for him.
1: Yeah, it's, he's playing either an sob or yeah, right. a bit of a neppish guy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then here, here he's playing like a small kind of nerdish
0: doobie again.
1: Honestly, it's painful to watch him act against Chris Isaac because like the, Chris Isaac is given nothing. He's just so wooden and terrible in this movie. Do you know who what was also terrible
0: during all of that prologue? Is the non-stop jazz music. I'm sorry, I missed that. There's jazz music playing. Oh yeah. There's music in the background. Jazz music going the in every second of that prologue. Hmm. That it, it it and I have several notes of that where I'm like, "I this is irritating. I <laughs> want it I need this to stop." It's, it's going over jokes and dialogue that is, like... It's so distracting. And I never I, had an issue with it. Oh, I my know. God. I, I remember being, like, in my notes, too, like, oh, my God, it stopped. There's there's no more.
1: Hmm. And
0: I'm not, like, a jazz music hater by any means. It's just... I... Oh, God, I hate this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks.
1: Uh, anyway... I okay, so
0: um, I don't know. I, I forget the actress's name. Um, Cheryl Lee, Laura Palmer? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. About? As much as I I hate this movie, every fiber of its being. Um, and I don't. I don't. I mean, yeah, she's a, a
1: victim character, but she's actually doing a really good job. Like I
0: think acting wise, I think I thought she was good
1: in it. It's a good performance. It's a tough performance too, because yeah. it's tough to do this. Uh, the Twin Peaks thing. Because uh, not everyone can find the rhythm. Just ask Chris Isaac. Right. Uh, <laughs> God, he sucked. <laughs> uh, you know, it's you have to be melodramatic and over the top, right? While also, but not being cringy. And right. some people are great at it; can absolutely pick up that tempo. And um, some people are Chris Isaac, and yeah. she does really, really good job. Yeah, I. Um... And you, you just your heart breaks for her the whole time.
0: Yeah, especially as you kind of kind of realize it more and more as you're kind of going through um, both of them kind of going uh, disassociated states type of deal. Um, but yeah, you understand her motives on why she's basically a degenerate. Basically, you know why she's.
1: Addicted to cocaine. She's
0: addicted to coke. She's um, a a teenage prostitute. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Sleeping around. Clearly seems to be only uh, sleeping with Bobby to get
1: her coke fix. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. Which he tragically realizes near the end. Yeah. But he seemed to
0: be still okay with it.
1: Well, he loves her. He's like, I'm going to keep on hooking you up. And it's just like, oh. Yeah, and it's it's funny, Bobby. uh, When you first meet Bobby on the show, he like hardcore sucks, and they do a sort of redemption for him. And then by the return, he's like you know, mostly a stand up dude, huh? Becomes a cop. Yeah,
0: yeah, and like um, every like, I don't know why there's like several scenes where she gets to make out with the bartender. And it's with the bartender.
1: Yeah, with the bartender, the guy that that like basically looks to be the pimp almost. Oh, Jacques. Yeah, I the think big so. dude. Yeah, the big dude. Yeah, yeah. And, and and yeah,
0: there are several like makeout sessions, which I guess luckily she didn't. Even though she dies. She doesn't get raped by him, but clearly he's probably already had sex with him or her. I'm not sure
1: if she didn't, but yeah.
0: Well, because I think she—they probably did. Her big issue was not being tied up.
1: Right. Um, no, I think he did rape her anyway. Afterward, uh, tied her up because when Leland comes in, she is tied up.
0: Right, but he, I, you, you think I don't? I think she didn't get finished to, to be tied up. By Leland.
1: No, she definitely got finished tied. She was definitely tied up all the way. Think, because that's but, yeah, because that's when Leland came in and took her and uh, Teresa and no, uh, well, uh, because race, he girl.
0: goes out to inspect something and that's when he knocks. Uh, but he's like out. pulling
1: up his pants and everything. So I just assumed he was done and she was tied up. Uh, I so. didn't notice. I
0: thought he just didn't get to it yet. I didn't think there was enough time. To well, that's more it.
1: hopeful that she didn't get raped right before she died. Right, let's hope for that,
0: right? I mean, it's not like she didn't get raped several times in yeah. the movie. Yep. So it's um, and it's it's pretty yeah, it's pretty messed up and like um, she definitely gets naked a whole lot. Dear lord. Oh. hmm And every time it's. It, most of the time, it's it's in upsetting ways are like i don't
1: it starts off innocent enough with uh james in the hallway where she's just like in a, did nothing but a towel
0: <laughs> i don't think that was in the hallway it was like in a garage or something you know, like it was like in, a in a the shop. school property i don't know yeah it's, it was like a shop class or something yeah she
1: snuck thing. out through like the you know, some side door through the or whatever through yeah. the school and like locker room like what that okay that is right. bold it is, it is. But she's but she's that also on coke contains they like, already
0: showed her going to school and, and doing like doing a line or whatever while she's in uh, the bathroom stall.
1: My favorite uh, bit of di- one of my favorite bits of dialogue in the movie, you're not a turkey. A turkey's one of the dumbest birds alive. That's what James says to her, and oh, she yeah. responds with gobble, gobble, gobble. Yeah, that was that was pretty bad. <laughs> I know you're gonna complain about the melodrama of the scene. But the line is just hilarious. I'm sorry, and it's really sad that she's meeting uh, her guy on the side, James. James, James sucks. He's like just—he's also—he's in that Chris Isaac mode of like, this is like one of the worst characters on the show.
0: Well, to be honest, he's just supposed to be like, "I'm the pretty one, and I love you, and you need to leave this all behind for me." He's not given anything fun to do. To be fair.
1: Uh, I think they tried in the show. In fact, one of the worst plot lines on the show is he gets like... I don't know. He does some kind of like double indemnity plot line with some uh, older woman. uh, I think in the second season. I don't remember exactly, but yeah, it was garbage. The stuff with her
0: and Bobby um, with the drug deal.
1: Yeah, and he he kills the the, the cop, the deputy from that other town.
0: Uh, Yeah, and I... um, She was funny that scene because she's just like she's high like, as a kite and just laughing at, at the whole mind. thing yeah,
1: yeah. really
0: inappropriate times laughing and making jokes and Bobby's getting really mad
1: <laughs> but yeah Bobby was
0: definitely more entertaining than, than
1: James that's for sure yeah and the show knows that and I think they did gave like James some kind of head injury and didn't have him talk when he came up in the in the <laughs> sequel show uh, but Bobby gets lines
0: you yeah. know yeah, he does, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's mostly him being terrible, but... um So, yeah, so you have Laura, who is... Um, she has been continuously raped by her dad, but she has dissociated and sees her dad differently as this Bob character and knows it's Bob, which is weird, Um. And I, the dad also disassociates from it all and puts all his evil in another thing, version of himself, who he also names Bob. And they both see Bob looking exactly the okay, same. Okay, so so Bob is it's a real really thing. Weird.
1: What do you mean Bob is a real thing? Uh, just what I said. Bob possessed uh, Leland. He is an entity. He is the entity of like all that is evil about men.
0: Yeah, I just took it as a, him disassociating, as putting it as it's someone else, but it's him.
1: That was a theory uh, at one point uh, during the original run of the show, uh, but no, um, but no, Bob is a real thing because eventually Bob uh, uh, gets into Dale Cooper, Special Agent Cooper.
0: Right when I was like, you know what, I get, I get what it's trying to do. It's weird they both see Bob looking exactly the same.
1: You, you want me to tell you the origin really? of Bob? Not really. It's really funny. Oh, God. Um, Bob, I believe, was like the set dresser, or the cinematographer, something like that on the show. And he accidentally ended up in one of the shots. And they they just like bur- lurking behind a, a couch or something like that. And they loved it so much they thought it was creepy and scary that they decided to just make him a character. And they wrote it in, and as Bob, Is that
0: why he doesn't really have much
1: dialogue. Oh yeah, he just kind of grunts or whatever. Yeah, and looks menacing and scary. Yeah, but you know what? He's genuinely scary at times, like or creepy when he's coming through like the window when he's like hiding behind the uh, the armoire or whatever. I don't know. If she's got her diary. As creepy as that. Actually, no. When
0: he's behind the armoire, I was like, that looks idiotic. That looks so <laughs> stupid. It looked like, oh, you caught me trying to steal this or something. Like it looked so terrible. I thought. Wow. I thought the creepiest thing was the the boy in the white mask with the, the weird.
1: The nose one dressed thing. up like
0: David Lynch. <laughs> and it was, and then at one point he's just randomly dancing in the mm-hmm. street as some characters walking away. I just, yep. but, but why? <laughs> I don't. I don't get it. And you sent me a, a a gif, gif, jif, whatever. Of some log woman who ends up popping up at some point. Log lady, yeah. That one's stupid. That was another one that was like, I why? She's from the show. All right. I Stupid.
1: <laughs> I hate all of this. So I take it you have no interest in watching the show afterwards? Oh, absolutely not. Oh.
0: This this definitely confirm I mean... The only way to get me to watch a David Lynch thing is by having this podcast. This is this is how
1: you slip <laughs> one in there. Accomplished. Yeah, because dear lord, wouldn't have been my first choice, but it works. I'm I'm taking it. Ugh. God. So so what did you what did you give Laura? Well, to be fair, I didn't give anything because I didn't do this part of the homework. So you just so did just an overall so,
0: score. I just I have nothing. I'm coming into this blind. I want cool. to see if you
1: can convince me. We'll uh, just you know go with my score. What is your score? I gave her a two. Wow. I will. It's, I it's will, a genuinely very good performance by. She Joe. Is,
0: It is a good performance. I will. I will. I will give you that.
1: Yeah, it's tough performance too. They put her through the ringer. The you know, whole bunch of things she has to do in this movie, um, and yeah. you were genuinely sad at the end when she dies. I mean, she's stuck in the red room with uh, Dale. Yeah. Well, why was he there? Is he not there? I don't. I don't know. Time in the. He eventually ends up there At the end of the second season of the show He gets stuck there and trapped By Bob And Bob uh, Creates a doppelganger of Dale And enters Into that doppelganger And starts walking around doing evil As Mr. C That um The Gravity
0: Falls show makes so much more sense (laughs) Uh which so I loved. Get, I'll just uh, put that out there. Gravity Falls is a great kids show. Never watched. Like um, it's David Lynch. Have I seen uh, Twin Peaks? It oh totally. It's it's got. It's, I mean, it's well, got now I need to watch this to it as well. But yeah, it's it's very. It's a Portland type of town. Oh, and, uh, these kids go to live with their great uncle for a summer. Uh huh. At his like, and he runs a um. Uh, a mystery shack or whatever so it's like all the weird things of, of he claims he has like something from Bigfoot and all this other kind of weird stuff so like tourist trap type stuff um he's a horrible person degenerate the uncle as they're like working for him and they run into some weird stuff there's a lot of weird stuff going on in this town yeah oh, okay yeah it's it's actually it's the one of the best things my kids have gotten into um I was cool with that show. It was good. I think you'd like it. Um, I'm gonna go. I, I'm I'm gonna slot in a two. Yeah. But I can be totally be willing, depending on the final score of this movie, to go down to a one and a half in this category, and the half would be for her red acting. Otherwise, I felt this character was mostly annoying. Um, not a. She was just. You, you underst- thought Laura Palmer was annoying? You understood why she was horrible. By the time you get to the end of it. But it's not like she was a total fun person to be around a whole lot. You know? Mm.
1: So. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So who's Uh, the villain? The villain is Bob. Uh, Is it? Yeah. A.K.A. Ray Wise. uh, Who's playing Leland Palmer. He's barely in it. I know. Uh movie could have used a lot more Leland Palmer. Ray Wise is such a good and underutilized actor by Hollywood. I don't know why he's in a lot more. The guy is charming as hell. And honestly, it's one of the best performances on the original show, Ray Wise. Yeah. He's... yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you just see him just, to... you don't know he killed his daughter. Uh, you don't find that out until like halfway through the second season because the studio just like demanded they give him an answer because it was the, the hot question. Who killed Lula Palmer? Um, but so, but the show starts off with him being, just, you know, regular distraught father, right? Right. And then you see him just like slowly lose his mind, like his hair turns totally white at one point and everything like that. And uh, it's a really good performance. It's both, it's funny and sad and scary because he I, can do I it all.
0: I Thought the. Um... Thought he did a good job in one scene, but at the same time, the was, dinner
1: table scene. Yeah, it was really weird. Yeah, that he's he really had good Had such that.
0: a reaction like that.
1: Wash your hands. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but. Stared on this, his fingernail. Yeah, but it was a good. It was a good. like mm-hmm. It was a good solid moment. But yeah.
1: Yeah, he's great. You know, it's just like I said. He's, he's threatening, creepy, intense. That whole scene because of him. He's just phenomenal in it. I
0: guess it, it's also freaking deranged and all over the place. That it's.
1: And he also killed uh, Teresa Banks, the girl from the uh, opening of the movie. And I'm assuming that means he killed the agent that disappeared? No, I think he just disappeared into the red room because he touched the ring. Not supposed to touch the ring. What? The owl ring. But it was Teresa's ring. Uh, later on, or so I think at some point, we find out that that ring is not. It just. Kind of gets passed down to people who were going to get sucked into the red room, or something. She's wearing it in a picture. Yeah, but she's then- complaining about like the the ring causing her issues. She found it, and it's like making her arm go numb. And yeah. Oh, I do remember the line about her
0: arm going numb. Yeah, but that's man, that that that's ridiculous. To have to piece that together, like
1: what? Well, there's also a bunch of books, and there's like a half an hour of this movie that's been deleted. Uh, it's called like the, I forget what's called, The Lost Minutes or something like that, um, that you can watch in the special features. So he
0: got trapped in the, in the is that what he you're saying?
1: He has literally never been seen since this movie, that character. Yeah. We don't so know exactly where he went, but he's trapped somewhere else. He found the ring under the trailer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: In a dirt pile. like It was a literally raised mound dirt pile.
1: Yeah, yeah
0: goes to pick it up. and it's, it's just, it's just
1: gone. Thankfully. I mean, really. Thank God.
0: It's just so dumb. <laughs> it's so, so dumb.
1: I didn't mind a second of him just being gone because he was, he was rough to watch. It's especially rough because he's playing against Kiefer Sutherland. It's like, Kiefer's good. Why can't you?
0: <laughs> I actually thought the worst part was him interacting with the sheriff
1: yeah, where he's pretending to be a tough guy. Yeah, and Oof.
0: and and then they're saying like jokes, and they're all like ha, 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 at the joke. It's like, oh, all of this is bad. It's just it, all of this, is so so bad.
1: Hmm. I hate it.
0: Patrick, did I tell you I hate this
1: movie? Multiple times. Um, so I love the scene too, where Leland is driving uh, his daughter to breakfast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and they get confronted by Mike Please. and they have that freak out. Is that Mike? Yeah. But she saw Mike
0: in this car mm-hmm. yelling at them. Yeah. But Mike is Leland.
1: No. Mike I, is not Leland. I, I hate this. I hate this movie. Mike is a former associate of Bob, and he has possessed um, this traveling Sioux salesman, I think. Some kind of traveling salesman. Uh, I forget his name. And um, he he used to be a serial killer with Bob, but then he realized uh, that... Is this more show stuff? Yeah. What they were doing was wrong, and he cut off his arm uh, to atone and is now trying to work against Bob.
0: So that was Mike in that car yelling gibberish. Yeah. Yeah. At him. Was that Mike that randomly showed up at the train? Yeah. Yes, it was Mike. Who Just walked away as as Laura dies.
1: Uh, nothing he could do. She was already gone. He saved one life, but he wasn't able to save Laura. To be fair, I don't think he saved any lives. No, no, he saved that one girl. Oh, no, because it was it ended up being Leland Did, that kicks her out. No, there were two girls in the cattle car. I know, and Leland's the one that kicks her out. Bob didn't do anything. He couldn't open the door. Well, Mike opened the door, well, and then he was able to pull that one girl out who was already on no, there. No,
0: Leland kicked her out.
1: He got her away. I don't know what to tell you. See, she's alive, this and is, she's there in the, this she's is why the, st- the show. show.
0: This is why I was thinking, like, okay, so he's got this split-dissociated states. So that was him as Mike taking over and kicking the other girl out. So he was able to get one. And that's why he just dis- walks off, disappears, because Bob personality took over. And apparently that's not what's going on. And there's all this, I hate, I hate this. Okay.
1: Dum hmm. dum dum dum. Anyway, um, I love Ray Wise in this movie. Uh, it's a shame he's not in more of it, uh, but he's great every time he's on screen. Uh, you know, there's the I still love him. You watch to see the quick spot of him where he sees his daughter. You know, he hires Teresa Banks as his regular prostitute or whatever, right. regular sex worker, and he's like, "Why don't you bring some friends?" And he sees one of the friends is his daughter, and that's why. She tries to blackmail him, and that's when he kills her. Uh, and I think that kind of you, sets it up know, for when do he's, you ever get to the see final showdown with him and Laura. Him
0: getting blackmailed, though, I don't. No, I don't you know see, if you, see he, you imply it basically.
1: No, you hear the conversation at uh, at the I don't know, the, the whorehouse or whatever, um, because he's saying like Teresa was blackmailing somebody, she said she was going to oh, get rich. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. That was hard because the music is purposely so loud.
1: There's so, subtitles, thankfully. So yeah.
0: much of that is, is yeah, is, is loud where you can barely hear it kind of stuff. Well,
1: what's wild is on some of the prints originally, there were no subtitles whatsoever. <laughs> oh, good luck. Christ. Yeah, it was like he was going back and forth whether to have it or not. And then uh, he ran out of time. And so some of the prints didn't have subtitles. So those poor people who had to watch it originally that way. Yeah. Uh Ugh. but I, I gave Leland a two. Leland and Bob.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go one. Okay. I don't I mean, I do like that one scene, but that's I don't I don't think there's enough here. That's
1: yeah. Now, I love the panic on Leland's face too when like he realizes he's about to not under his control, kill his daughter. And the, the, the cries of anguish from both him and Laura is good stuff. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> there's no stunts in this movie, uh, so the action is very, very slim. Yeah. So just the most the horrifying stuff in this movie uh, the Bob reveal in Laura's bedroom, I think, is a good reveal.
0: With the dresser? No, that was awful.
1: Yeah, I thought it was good. Uh, I thought Bob coming in through the Laura's window and raping her is, like, really horrifying stuff. Just yeah, it's so just weird why awful. she's, like, almost...
0: Is it because of the drugs? Because they do show her taking COVID. Yeah. Every, yeah. every I before think, she goes to bed.
1: Yeah, I think it was the drugs. Okay. But, I mean, I couldn't have been... I mean, I mean, she's 12, she's 12, right? But, um... Yeah, I think the drugs came later for that part.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um... No, I was gonna think about there was a there was a couple times with uh, like the one time where she goes to meet the agoraphobe, um, yeah. and she randomly has like the white and black makeup. and This firework would be like randomly kind of deal. Was like, oh, yeah. you know. all right, that was kind of <laughs> that was a little weird and freaky, but all right. Mm. And I think at one point Leland does that too. Yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, it makes no sense. None of that is explained. Uh, and is that something that those characters are seeing? Or not? They're technically
1: both connected to the Red Room. Uh, first, because of Bob's possession and for other reasons of Laura, which we don't find out until the sequel series years later. Cool. Is Laura mm-hmm. in the sequel series? Yes. Okay. Laura pops up. Uh, she, her soul is still trapped in the Red Room, okay. along with uh, Cooper. And... Uh, she busts out in a very weird way but it show tries to go into the explanation of why uh Bob is so obsessed with Laura Palmer um yep it's a weird show at least it's mostly vibes but I, I enjoy the vibes I don't have to tell you sometimes they don't work sometimes they do uh and then like I said the the murder of Laura Palmer at the end with the you know you get this. It's Just so sad and violent. You got the strobe effect, the bloody knife. It's a knife.
0: strobe effect, but you don't actually the see it. Anguish anything. screams.
1: No, no, no. You don't see anything. No blood. Nothing's yeah, really. Nothing's actually scary or anything. It's just kind of no, so it's not scary, but it's just it's like just it's so up. horrifying to watch. Yeah. It's messed up. Yeah. So I gave it a one. This part. Incest obviously is never. Yeah, it's not fun. Never. Never
0: good. Yeah. Would you give it? Sorry. A one. Oh, good. There we go. We agree on that one. I also
1: give it a one. I told you. Like, listen. I don't think this movie is great at all. Okay. Um, I'm still shocked it's, it's not it's, your lowest. No, I, I, but there's still stuff in here that I find more interesting than in some of the horror movies we watched. And I would probably revisit it just because I'm a Twin Feeks fan. So I will never watch this piece of shit again. Okay. I do not care. <laughs> um, so let's get into my favorite part, sidekicks for this movie. Is I'm is it the friend? Well, I'm going to go through all of them. All of them. Oh, We've kind right. of prologue and everything. So, oh, like God. I said, Chris Isaac, uh singer of Wicked Game games, Wicked Games, I guess. Uh plays Agent Chester Desmond. He's That's... only in this Yes, he sucks. I've mentioned that multiple times. Yeah. He's only in this movie because Kyle <laughs> MacLachlan didn't really want to be in a lot of it. Uh he was only willing to work a couple days. What uh, if work- it made more sense if the Bowie
0: part was him? <laughs> Especially with so, the room shit and that's where he got trapped and he was made. Bowie, uh
1: Bowie was supposed to have a bigger part in one of the sequels. Uh he was supposed to have found another way into um the red room, the black lodge um which contains the red room. Uh in Argentina or something like that. Somewhere in South America. And that was what the sequel was going to be. Just him finding this other room, this other way to get in. Thank you. And he's been trapped the there. Not letting this happen. Um, so he was going to get a big part in The Return, well, at least a part in The Twin Peaks, The Return, and tragically, we lost Bowie. Yeah. So he didn't get to be in it. And he got replaced by a a coffee maker, I believe.
0: The, um... <laughs> just letting sure. that one go by, huh? Yeah, I don't really care. The, the dude from the show... Um, does he have some extra ability type stuff that he's like? Because at one point before Bowie pops up, he knows Bowie or something is coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird, so he's isn't it? standing in the hallway, then going to the camera, and then going in the hall and doing that whole thing, and then oh look, it- he really did. And then of course he's got, he's like, he's got to kill again, and so I'm waiting. And so he, he's got yeah, this he- pre, uh, premeditation or whatever you call. Precognition type stuff going yeah,
1: on. Yeah, he never—they never, they never really put like a real label on it, uh, but he does seem to be sensitive and um, intuitive about a lot of things. Why he's such an excellent special agent? Sure.
0: Uh, is there more um, explanation in the, uh, the head of this stupid FBI organization on why he
1: is the way he is? Well, it's David Lynch. Well, playing playing yeah, the part, yeah. And he, uh, you could tell he's deaf, and uh, in the character, the character is deaf, and he screams a lot because uh, he's wearing that, uh, yeah, hearing aid, and it's funny.
0: Oh, okay. He's just
1: sure. Yeah, it's just there because it's funny. It's an, it's a character. That's for sure. I always enjoy every time it popped up on the show and and, and in the movie. That just makes me laugh. Oh, <laughs> no! It just made me do my usual. Why? okay why
0: and it looked it's i mean they're like the fbi right and um yeah they are the fbi right and it's um doing all this stuff uh at like a corporate kind of headquarters right type of
1: thing they're in philadelphia headquarters yeah
0: right but it looks so um cheap yeah really bad like got no budget here and it's just gonna be me at a desk in a big empty building
1: and... yeah i don't know what to tell you there but yeah that's true yep <laughs> um so what'd you think of kyle mclaughlin as special agent uh dale cooper he's barely in it i know i wish you got to see more of him he is one of the great actor character combos i mean just perfectly casted and it's an absolute bummer we don't get more of him in this movie the little we I do guess. get is such a breath of fresh air after having to deal with like 15 minutes of Chris Isaac. It's like, ugh. he barely talks. I
0: like he. I don't, he, does he have like a full page of dialogue in this movie?
1: Like, I don't, I don't think so. Like it's. Well, he predicts like Laura Palmer's murder. Uh, I think it's he knows there's going to be
0: another person killed. He
1: knows and gonna I enjoy him going to. Uh...
0: And then he's got a weird thing figuring out what's going on with Bowie. And then he's standing in the room at the end.
1: And he's investigating uh, what happened to Chester Desmond when he goes to the trailer park. That's that's where you get to see him shine a little bit for me.
0: Oh, yeah. That, I mean, there was... I, to be honest, I thought, what's his name? Um, Harry Dean
1: Stanton.
0: Yeah, the trailer park uh, guy. Yeah, Harry Dean Stanton. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought he was...
1: He's great in this movie. Isn't he's he? fantastic. He's, he's, he's so He's funny. great in everything he's in, to be honest. True. But, yeah. like...
0: I I was more taken back by him, you know, as he's like, that's not where I told you. Uh and he's like, Yeah, I know. Go and there. he goes off, but like but I was more like his his mannerisms and the way he delivered the lines is so much better. I thought blew the other
1: guy out of the water without a doubt. I think it's just because you don't know uh I don't know any the of the context. Characters.
0: I don't know any context in this movie. You know what I mean? It's it's difficult because like I feel like there was probably so like the log lady popping up was there's probably so many things that people were like fanboys like ah that I'm like I have no context to right. care about this at all
1: like all right. these people in this room that keep popping up throughout well this is why like a half an hour I of the don't movie know. got deleted because they were trying to cut this down as much as possible, um, but as someone who has watched the show it's just it's a really fun character because like he's like this. Super sincere, um, positive thinking. Uh, FBI agent. I don't know. It, it's, okay. <laughs> you know. If you watch it, you'd understand. It's good stuff.
0: Yeah, well, it's not uh, in this movie.
1: I, there's some of it in this movie, not enough. <sighs> uh, yeah, Harry spent- Dean Stanton as Carl Rod, uh, the owner operator of the trailer park, is maybe the highlight of the movie.
0: Which is sad because he also is a very short part. He's mostly in the pro.
1: Comes back for the return. Uh, they bring him back for a few episodes. But he's got two of the best lines God damn, that trailer's more popular than Uncle's Day at the Whorehouse. <laughs> Which I had to pause and take a laugh at that one. Yeah. And um, God damn, these people are confusing when Dale Cooper just goes in the opposite direction and he told him where to go look. Yeah. Uh, he is, when he says that these people are confusing, I felt like he was the audience circuit. There for a second, like hmm. it's probably why
0: I gravitated towards him for sure. Yeah, but no, I mean, I mean, he's just he puts a. I guess I really love when somebody can sp- express a lot on their face without saying a whole. He's lot. got a face. He's got and one he's, of those faces. He's, yeah. he's got such an expressive face, and I, I love it.
1: Um, Moira Kelly Is here to step in for Lara Flynn Boyle. Uh, who played Donna Hayward on the show? And Moira Carrie is, oh. is is ter- terrible. Um, she always has been, and probably always will be. I don't know. Donna is the I one that in? she
0: had to save or whatever. Yeah. So I didn't realize that they're played by two different characters from the show
1: to the movie. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lara Flynn Boyle played the character in the original show. I feel and like she was too busy like uh, to do this. It's my
0: uh, move.
1: they move. Very pale with dark hair. So they look vaguely alike, I guess. Yes. Um, but yeah, I I don't like Mar- Moira Kelly. She bothers me. Oh and, the, the, and it's the most boring character on the show. Well, she's supposed uh, to be vanilla, Donna. clearly. Yeah, and that's... But like, Lara Flynn Boyle has a little bit of an edge to her. Mm-hmm. Where I think Moira Kelly is just... Blah. So that's she that's all. It made the blob character even the more blob. Uh,
0: vanilla part of it, yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly right. Well, I mean, I
0: guess she. it's another, It's like they're that good of friends that she's gonna prostitute with her.
1: Okay. Well, she looks up to Laura, and I don't know. I guess that's... She's like if this is this is what you do, I'll do it too. I don't know. Or she was trying to. Maybe scare her out of it. I'm not sure.
0: Well, I mean, if that was the goal, I, then uh, it worked. As you were drugged out of your mind. Uh,
1: yeah. Well, yeah. She that wasn't you know she got roofied. Right.
0: Um, well, it's yeah. drugs. She's still drugged yeah, out of yeah, her yeah. mind. Yeah.
1: Right. Well, yeah. Well, cause I wanna, because I want to because it's not coke. Took yeah. the drugs. It's this one got roofied. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I also enjoy uh, Jacques' one line of "I'm as blank as a fart." That made me laugh.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> he had a lot of weird,
0: like tripped out lines in that sequence, but
1: okay, all right. But there's a bajillion side characters with small parts in this that there I really There is enjoy. the
0: one I, the one I probably enjoyed the most is Bobby. I, I like, it's kind of weird, but wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I just, I just thought like there was enough with Bobby there with like having this. You know, loves this girl, but clearly doesn't give a crap about him, but he still can't seem to stop the, I thought the humor when he kills the undercover cop with the drugs thing was really funny. I, really, yeah. I enjoyed him and uh, Laura in that scene. Um, Yeah, I actually, I I was more okay with Bobby than anything else. Um, uh, I thought the mom, I would have loved to hear more from the mom, to be
1: honest. Yeah. Well, you you do in the TV show. Yeah, uh, not
0: not interested enough.
1: Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you remember her, by the way? Did you recognize her at all? Yes, I did. There's there's quite a few people I recognized in this movie. Sure. Yeah. She played Bill Paxton's mom on Big Love. Okay. Um,
0: yeah. 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 Um, the Happy Gilmore's grandma.
1: Yep, um, she's here too. Yep. There, I want to say there was a few others I recognized. Mrs. Mrs. Tremont. Uh, you got Miguel Ferrer Bob Morton from RoboCop oh
0: yep yep notice that one I was really excited but it was really quick I was yeah just, oh. it's a real tragedy
1: he is he only gets a few episodes on the show and he is amazing
0: you get some lines
1: like it's war it's fantastic uh, he, he, it's more like I'm you all everyone around me is a moron and he just tells everyone to the face I'll uh, uh, now, now see we'll, that's we'll, your most convincing thing to watch the show is just for that <laughs> <laughs> did you enjoy Heather Graham's uh, quick cameo? Okay, as I
0: saw this when I was reading up and I didn't I did not catch it I was like,
1: what Heather Graham was in this movie? So who uh, enlightened me? Heather Graham played Annie. Uh, she was a character I think in the sec- only in the second season of the show. and um, she became a love interest for Dale Cooper. Uh, after he gets um, possessed. We don't actually see it, we read up about it later. Uh, she gets, I think, murdered by um, Bob, who is possessing uh, a doppelganger of Dale Cooper. And she sent a message to um, Laura to let everyone know that you know, write in your diary that the good Dale is trapped. And eventually, people get that message. And that that but that was going on in this movie. Yep. Now, like I said, the things that happen in the Red Room. Don't correspond to linear time. So it's all happening kind of at the same time inside that room. Okay. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Um, you got the the otherworldly gorgeous match and amic uh, playing Shelly Johnson at the diner. Uh, she doesn't get much to do in this movie, which is a shame because she's a lot of fun in the show.
0: Yeah. Don't recall.
1: You remember the other girl working at the diner who didn't want to hang out with, uh, didn't want to help with Meals on Wheels with Laura? Not really. Okay. Well, she's actually having an affair with Bobby. uh, Bobby, okay. okay. Yeah, which is why she doesn't want to hang out with Laura. Gotcha. And she is married to Leo, who is the other guy in that cabin with Jacques that was planning on raping the two girls. The guy with the ponytail. Right, but... Okay, so that, but that's her, that's Laura, one of Laura's
0: prostitute besties. Yes. Okay, because I didn't quite pick up on that right away when you like, you see her cleaning, I don't know, he's mad about cleaning something on the floor or something. And so yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. With his and wife Shelly, yeah. Yeah, it took me a while to pick up on, oh, that's the same. Yeah, he's girl. selling
1: drugs to Bobby. Uh, let's see, we got, like we said, Mary already mentioned Kiefer Settlin. Jürgen Prock now has a quick uh, cameo in this movie. No lines, unfortunately. Um, what'd you think of... Uh, oh, what's his name? I want to say his actual name. It's like the, the arm... Uh, God. Michael J. Anderson. The little man. Who speaks oh. backwards. <laughs>
0: um... I really don't have an
1: opinion. You think it was like fun and creepy? I always kind of got like they what they did when they had people really. talk I, in the in the red room. They re- had them record their lines backwards and then they played them in reverse, so it sounds so weird like that. I dig it. Okay.
0: Um. Yeah, I no because I I think everything is done. What's the right way to put this? It's like everything is done with such a view or thought to to be so off putting and so weird and so eccentric and it over convolutedness that <laughs> it I think it does more harm than good. Like I, I think it, it does more to suck you out of it than I, I. I it. think
1: it's almost impossible to be a fan of this movie if you haven't wa- watched the show. Been a fan of the show, um. So I don't blame you for not liking
0: this. But to be fair, I kind of feel that way with,
1: with with Lynch a lot of the times. Like I feel like that's that's kind of the epitome
0: of David Lynch. Like it's again, it's it's just so much and so
1: convoluted
0: and so much metaphor. And I'm so clever and smart and. I don't think he's ever trying to
1: outsmart his audience. I I I think he's just trying to do. I think that's
0: what he's doing.
1: No, if you've ever listened to an interview with him, that's not what he's like. I'm smarter than you. Um, I think he's just more interested in vibes and art than he is in like narrative storytelling, which can be really frustrating to watch as a viewer if you're not up to like in that mode. Um,
0: yeah, I do. I do have issues with narrative sometimes, so I just don't naturally gel well with someone like yeah. Him.
1: So I gave Sidekicks a two and a half. I, I love the wealth of like side characters, and I, they're just fun. Yeah, I want one. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I gave this movie a seven and a half.
0: Seven and a half.
1: Yep, I enjoy it more than Doctor Giggles in Split Second. I'm more likely to watch that movie. This movie again instead of those movies. Ah uh, man, yeah, no, I think I disagree.
0: Uh n- oh. Hmm. I might have to change a score. Oh. I do. I might hate one movie more.
1: Yeah, split second.
0: I really hate split second.
1: Satan. <laughs> Satan needs his hearts. This is
0: <laughs> oh man.
1: Well, while you're thinking about that,
0: all right, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna. What was uh? Okay, so split second was six points. Mhm. And I have this movie at like a five right now. Hmm. I'm just gonna go two for villain. Yeah. So then it's the same score. At least a split second, and I'm putting it over split second.
1: Okay. Uh, so, two different scores again.
0: Yeah, I knew that was going to happen for this
1: movie. So did I.
0: I to um, be honest, I, I was expecting you to put it a lot higher.
1: No, no, no. Um, budget of $10 million, a little under $22 million today. Uh, worldwide gross of a little over $4.1 million, which is over $9.1 million today. Did not do well.
0: I wonder why. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, you know what? I think the the audience cause burned out on Twin Peaks to begin with, because um, he yeah. left the show, David Lynch, and like the show stopped being as good. What? After, how? Like, the, the how, Laura how long was it on? Up two years. Okay. Like they, the studio, like just like ABC, just forced them to tell wrap the story up, and they're like, no, this is the central conceit of the whole show. Who killed Laura Palmer? You can't have us wrap this thing up now. Yeah. And after they wrapped it up the ratings plummeted. Like people didn't want to watch anymore. Right. And, <laughs> and yeah, it, it was just, they just got weirder and stranger, but like more for stranger's sake. And David Lynch wasn't involved anymore. Um, so yeah, it just didn't go well. Um, So debuted at number seven in its first weekend of release, losing to Honeymoon in Vegas in its first weekend of release. Yeah. Uh, Unforgiven in its second weekend, and Pet Cemetery 2 in its first weekend of release.
0: Oh, wow. Look at that.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, you have it at 10, I have it at 11. Oddly, not that far off from each other.
1: Yeah, see? I told you, I'm not insane about this movie.
0: You realize it's garbage.
1: I wouldn't call it great, I wouldn't <laughs> call it good. But I find it more interesting than Dr. Giggles or. Uh, split second. And I would uh, probably yeah. watch just because I'm a Twin Peaks fan and just for like completionist sake.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: So what are we watching next week, Tim?
0: Um all right, this is another tricky one for me. Um I think I I there's so many horror comedies, but I, I need something that I, uh, after this, um, <laughs> I need something that's like assured good times that I'm I'm going to I'm going to enjoy the heck out of it. Okay. So uh, I'm going with Army of Darkness. Oh, yeah. Good times. Hail huh. to the king, baby. Turn this back up. Yeah. Shop smart. Sharp as smart. We're doing That's right. It. Yeah.
1: Love Army of Darkness. It's always it's a, a good, good time. time.
0: It's always a good time. Yep. Um, I I imagine this one's gonna be pretty high.
1: I would imagine so.
0: Yeah. It's it's gonna be
1: pretty yeah. high. I, I'm, I, spoiler: alert, I'm gonna rate this higher <laughs> than Twin Peaks. <laughs>
0: oh, without it, without a doubt, right? Without a doubt, it's gonna be high. I mean, it's I, just I, I how high is it gonna be? You know?
1: if this movie is not in my top five.
0: Oh, it's it's without a doubt gonna be in the top five for me for sure. Like I already predict, something's getting bumped for sure. Um, Not
1: my favorite Evil Dead movie, but no, it's a great one.
0: No, I think it's still two.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. But this one's still pretty awesome. Yeah. It's it's just too much fun. All right. All right, man. That is it for us. Please show your support for the podcast by leaving a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, or if you happen to listen to the show. Also, sharing is caring. Be sure to follow us on social media to get the latest show updates. You can contact us by emailing at filmbrochamp@gmail.com at gmail.com or find us by searching for the hashtag filmbrochamp. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Film Bro Champ Podcast. Peace out, everyone.
1: One day my log will have something to say about this.